two Georgias on my mind today on The World. I'm Marco Werman. From just outside Atlanta, Georgia, we meet the conservative Christians helping Muslim refugees build new lives in the U.S. Some of them are my best friends. They're the most reliable, most dependable, most loving, most generous, most Jesus-like people I know. Yeah, most Jesus-like people I know are these Muslim men. And from Tbilisi, Georgia, we go inside a giant market for Soviet-era technology and spare parts. It is just an amazing sight to see literally rows and rows. I mean, there are hundreds of people working there selling uh, all this stuff. Plus, Harvard-educated lawyer Francisco Marquez got detained in his native Venezuela and ended up spending months in prison. His story and much more today here on The World. President-elect Trump made waves during the campaign when he suggested his administration might ban Muslims from entering the U.S. That kind of talk has concerned many Americans, and not just Muslim Americans. Many Christians have been helping Muslim refugees resettle here. And that's where we start today, with this story from the world's religion correspondent, Matthew Bell, just back from Atlanta, Georgia. When Luke Keller woke up to the news that Donald Trump would be our next president, the first thing he did was pick up the phone. I immediately called all, all of my Muslim friends um, and just reassured them that nothing's going to happen to them. Nothing's going to happen to their families. The United States, we have our, we have our problems, but we, are, we, we take care of ours. Keller has lots of Muslim friends. He runs a nonprofit outside of Atlanta called The Lantern Project. It helps train refugees in the trades, and many of them, if not most, come from Muslim countries. Teaches them certified construction. And we, we do welding, we do pipe fitting, we do masonry, we do carpentry, we do electrical. Our job is to have these men and women come through the program and finish and be able to obtain high, the high-paying jobs in the construction field. Keller, who's 27, walked away from what could have been a high-paying job in the construction business himself. And he says his faith is a big reason. To me as a Christian, as a follower of, of Jesus, he called us to love our neighbors, period. What's something that's become very important to me is the fact that we are not loving our neighbors well. I, I've chosen to, to sacrifice to show love to these men and women that are coming in from other countries. Because really the second part to that is, if not me, then who else? Keller says he gets the question all the time. What about American-born workers? Why not help them? First of all, he says the training program is open to anyone, not just refugees. And that this is all about supply and demand. We struggle finding good laborers. That seems to be the major issue with, I would say, 99% of the construction companies out there. They just, they just struggle finding good laborers. Are you saying these guys are not taking jobs away from Americans? I'm saying they're absolutely not taking jobs away from Americans. But the issue is, is that someone would rather sit in an office making $30,000 a year when they could be working out in the field, probably making double, sometimes triple that. Najibullah Zahidi is working on his certification as a contractor. He came to Georgia as a refugee with his family in 2014. Back in Afghanistan, he worked as a translator with the U.S. military. Zahidi says he had to leave his home country because the Taliban wanted him dead. If you be in a war zone, in a spe especially like a Syria, Iraq, and Afghanistan, so if the enemy, the terrorists, they cannot fight with the American, they can fight with the people, they help the American. So they, in their idea, we are an infidel because we help them, American or other groups. 
So we need something more than thank you for the government or for the people. They support us and they help us. As a small token of his thanks, Zahidi carved a round, two-foot-wide U.S. congressional seal out of solid oak. He's hoping to present it to American lawmakers who approved his family's legal status as refugees. Because of Donald Trump's talk about a ban on Muslims entering the U.S., some refugees here in the country already are worried they won't be able to bring their relatives here to join them. Joshua Siewicki is with the resettlement agency World Relief, also outside of Atlanta. He says that once he's president, Trump would be able to put a stop to the refugee program very easily. Our country's ability to receive refugees and resettle them is dictated by a presidential determination every year. Because it's a presidential determination, the president can change that at any time, as I understand it. That's true. The chief executive has various ways of putting...